Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. If you're not familiar with this podcast yet, it is a podcast where I chat about everything fat loss related from mindset to food to exercise and everything else that is really going to help you reach your goals if you are on a fat loss expedition, as I like to call it. In this episode, I'm going to be chatting about the main reason why you struggle and why you give up. And not just you, I'm talking from my own experience as well and the things that I struggled with during my several failed attempts. So I'm really going to dive into, you know, I want to call it misplaced efforts. That's what I'm going to touch on in this episode. Before I get into it, again, a massive thank you to every single one of you who have rated and reviewed this podcast, as well as to every single one of you that do take the time to download and listen to the episodes. Thank you so much. All right, let's dive straight into this episode. The reason why you and a lot of other people struggle and why I struggled as well when it comes to adhering to the plan, whatever plan it is that you've got for your fat loss expedition. And again, it's like I said in, in the beginning is I find that a lot of people place their efforts in the wrong areas. So it's not that you graft in hard, you are graft in hard, but maybe you graft in hard in the areas or focusing on the areas that aren't going to bring you maximum results. And when you don't see those results, that's where you get despondent. Or you might be focusing on the areas so much that it overwhelms you and you don't enjoy the process. So what I've seen, and I've seen this a lot of late within the questions and the comments and the DMs I get, is number one, gym workouts, exercises, best exercises for fat loss. Hey Mandy, I want to start my fat loss journey. What gym should I join? What exercises should I be doing? And I've seen this a lot and I was exactly the same is as soon as anyone thinks about starting their fat loss expedition, the first thing you think of is exercise and joining a gym. And you tend to not focus on anything else. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that exercise isn't beneficial or that going to the gym isn't beneficial. But the key to fat loss is placing your focus on your nutrition, on the calories consumed through food. So the foods that you consume, that is always going to be key. Then your exercise, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be a gym exercise or a scheduled workout through the gym, for example. It can be something very basic as walking. So again, if I refer back to the misplaced efforts is now all of a sudden someone who hates the gym thinks that they have to go to the gym for fat loss to occur. So you sign up for a gym membership, you go there three times a week, maybe four times, maybe two times a week. You hate the process, but you put in all your energy into going to the gym because you believe that is the best for fat loss. So all your efforts, all your hard work is going into something that you are not enjoying and you're potentially getting overwhelmed by the amount of work that it takes. But in the background, you're forgetting that it's 
about creating consistency through your nutrition and your calories. And that's actually where you need to place your efforts for you to start seeing results. I got asked a question today as to what workout routine I followed in the early days of my weight loss. And my answer was, no, I walked. I walked. I focused on my steps. I walked. January, the first month, February, the second month, all I did was incorporate more walking when it came to exercise and movement. But, and I reiterate this, I focused 100% on my nutrition and making dietary changes to my lifestyle. And that is where a substantial amount of my weight loss actually came from. And the reason why I didn't smash it out in the gym from the beginning was the gym overwhelmed me and I didn't want to have anything overwhelming that could potentially throw me off track. So I focused on something that was something that I could create consistency out of, which was my nutrition. And that was January and February of 2016. And I managed to lose about 10 kilograms in those two months through just changing my diet and adding my daily step target of 10,000 steps a day. So again, you don't need a specific gym workout. You don't need to be throwing weights around the gym to elicit fat loss. Is it beneficial? Absolutely, it's beneficial to your overall health, to building lean muscle and everything else that goes with it. But if you just start in your fat loss expedition and the gym scares you and you're not ready to enter a gym yet, you can 100% do this, this fat loss thing, without entering into a gym. Increase your daily steps and focus, focus, focus on your diet, on your nutrition, on the foods that you consume on a daily basis. Remember your gym workout or your gym exercise is 45 minutes to an hour of your day. There's still 23 hours in that day where you've got so many other things to focus on. But for some unknown reason, we want to focus all our effort and energy on that one 45-minute gym session. So this is me saying don't misplace your efforts so that it becomes so overwhelming and that you're too exhausted to do anything else because misplaced efforts equals short-lived results. Point number two is meal timing and protein timing. That's a question I get asked a lot is saying what is the perfect meal timing for fat loss? Like what time of the day is do you need to eat your meals? Should I be eating after 6 p.m.? What time should I be eating breakfast? At the end of the day, yes, ideally you want to create a frequent meal pattern or routine throughout the day, but that's purely from a point of then being able to understand your hunger cues and being full for the full duration of the day. But when it comes to fat loss, there's no perfect time to have your meals at the end of the day. So again, it's about deciding what works for you. So what time breakfast works for you, what time lunch works for you, and what time dinner works for you. And then try and stick to that over a consistent period of time. But again, if you consume your food after 7 p.m. at night. That doesn't mean you can't lose fat. Again, it's about your calorie consumption over the entire day. So if you consume 
2,000 calories over the entire period of the day, and that is your calorie deficit amount, it really doesn't matter when you consume those 2,000 calories. So instead of focusing on the perfect time to have every single meal, focus on first so that you don't overwhelm yourself. Focus firstly on just trying to stick to those calorie goals, trying to make more nutrient-dense decisions. Then from there, work out a meal pattern or frequency throughout the day that works for you, that works for your lifestyle. And then stick to that as you proceed forward. And don't worry too much about what time of the day is the perfect time of the day to eat. Because what I've seen a lot of the times is if someone thinks they can't eat after 6 p.m. at night, they then go to bed exceptionally hungry, wake up in the morning exceptionally hungry, and that is a shit show waiting to happen because that is then potentially when overindulgence or snacking takes place. With your protein timing, again, we're not, not professional athletes like elite athletes over here. You want to just try and get a consistent amount of protein in throughout the day. So again, split your protein up throughout your meals throughout the day and create consistency with that. Don't worry too much about immediately having a protein shake after gym. If you can't do that, have it when you get home or just have a good amount of protein with each meal throughout the day. Then you're consistently consuming your protein throughout the day. But the moment we get fixated about the perfect time to eat and drink things, that's when you get overwhelmed. And the moment you get overwhelmed, that's the moment you give up. And also, like I said, those misplaced efforts. So now you've tried so hard to smash out that perfect meal timing that it's actually exhausted you and it might not be bringing you the results that you thought it would be bringing you. So again, focus on consistency throughout the day. Point number three, one I see on a very, very regular basis. A question that I get on a daily basis as well is, Mandy, what is the perfect macros for fat loss? What macronutrient split do you need to consume for fat loss? I'm going to tell you now, the moment you start looking for the perfect macronutrient split and you are still new to this fat loss expedition, that's the moment you're going to give up very quickly because it is exceptionally difficult to hit a perfect macronutrient split. Focus on your daily calories in, so the amount of calories you consume per day. Create consistency with that. Then when you look at a macronutrient, look at your protein. Set yourself a protein goal. And then if you're going to hit one of your macronutrient goals, it's going to be a protein goal. The other two macronutrients, carbohydrates and fats, they will sort themselves out at the end of the day if you are having volume meals, so your more nutrient-dense meals and a variety of different food groups. The amount of effort and energy it's going to take, especially as a beginner, to calculate the exact amount grams of carbohydrates and the exact amount of fats is going to exhaust you. I can tell you that now. I've tried it in the past and it just, it was way too overwhelming for me. Even till this day, you know, during my fat loss phase, 
I don't think not once did I ever focus on every single macronutrient. I tried it, I got overwhelmed, and I'm like, fuck this shit. Back to focusing on calories and protein. And that worked out very well for me. I mean, I lost 40 kilograms doing that. So again, don't search for the perfect macronutrient split. This is not me saying don't keep an eye on your macronutrients. Yes, you can keep an eye on your macronutrients. But if you're just starting out, focus on those calories in versus your calories out. So the amount of calories that you are consuming every day. And then just try and stay within that calorie deficit. Once you get comfortable with that, look at increasing your protein and focus on those nutrient-dense meals. Volume up your meals, add more fruit, add more veggies, add more fresh food. And by doing that, then you're also not only focusing on fat loss, but you're also focusing on creating a healthier lifestyle. And the moment you create a healthier lifestyle, fat loss is then a byproduct of that. And then point number four, which a lot of people focus on, is finding the perfect supplement. You'll go into Diskim and you'll spend your entire paycheck on the perfect supplement, whether it be BCCAs, whether it be collagen, whether it be, I don't even know what other supplements they are, the fat burners and apple cider vinegars, any supplement or any fat loss product. At the end of the day, I can tell you now, the supplements you want to look at is potentially a whey protein powder. And that is about it really because protein will help with your satiety levels. But the rest of them, you can, by creating a healthier lifestyle, that's how you're going to elicit fat loss. So you wouldn't need a fat burner. You wouldn't need every other random supplement on the shelf. And so many people believe that fat loss can't take place without all the supplements. So then if you can't afford the supplements, you feel as though you can't lose fat because if you don't have the supplements, fat loss can't take place. But I beg to differ because it absolutely can. Fat loss can even take place without whey protein. So if whey protein is not in your budget, fat loss can still 100% take place. And when it comes to fat burners, essentially what your fat burners or your main thing in fat burners is caffeine. So they give you energy throughout the day. That energy then you can then use that energy for extra little tasks potentially. But my thing is maybe if you get a little bit more sleep, you will wake up feeling more energized and you will have more energy to do more things as well. An increase in your sleep forms part of that creation of the healthier lifestyle. And the reason why I'm explaining all of these to you is because these are things that I fixated on during my several failed attempts at fat loss. And I want to be able to help you identify these things. So if you are potentially getting focused on these things and placing all your effort into these things, I want you to be able to know and understand that you don't have to. You don't have to at all. So number one, if you are not ready to enter a gym 
or a gym membership is not part of your budget. You can absolutely lose fat without entering into a gym. Focus on the calories that you are consuming through your diet and you will lose fat. That I can assure you. Increase your steps as your daily movement as an exercise with a well-planned out diet. Okay, number two, your meal timing. Always keep in mind that there's no right time and no wrong time to consume your meals. If you eat after 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. at night, it doesn't automatically stop the fat loss process, okay? So if that is the only time of the day that you can have dinner because that's when the kids' homework is done and that's when they've gone to sleep, then that's the time that you have dinner. But just try and stick to that same time every single day because there's so many other benefits to creating a meal frequency or a regular meal routine throughout the day. Number three, the perfect macros. Focus on your calories and then focus on your protein. Keep the others in mind, but don't get overly fixated on them. Throw an eye over them once in a while. But like I said, calories and protein. Number four, you don't need every single supplement in the Dischem aisle for fat loss to take place. You're creating a healthier lifestyle and that can be done through the foods you consume, moving a little bit more on a regular basis through your daily steps, drinking your water and trying to get a good night's rest. So in in, in closing, your five fundamentals for fat loss is going to be your calories. That's going to be fundamental number one. Your calories. Fundamental number one. Your calories. The calories that you consume through food. Fundamental number two. The food quality. So the quality of those calories that you are consuming. You want to look at the fresher, the better kind of approach. You want to look at volume meals. You want to look at that nutrient density when it comes to your food choices. Fundamental number three, you want to look at increasing that protein because the protein is going to help keep you fuller for longer and it's going to help you adhere to the plan. It's also going to help you retain any of your lean muscle mass. It also has a higher thermic effect of food, meaning that it burns more calories whilst it's been digested by your body or your body burns more calories whilst it's digesting the protein. So that would be fundamental number three. Fundamental number four increased movement and that can be any movement it can be cycling it can be walking it can be swimming all you got to try and do is increase your daily movement a little bit every single day so instead of lying on the couch watching Netflix for three or four hours in a row get up and go for a walk for 30 minutes that's already increasing your movement and it's more than what you did the day before then fundamental number five is going to be consistency. Now, consistency is so important and that's why I explained the four areas where a lot of misplaced effort goes into because it's very difficult to create consistency in something that you find overwhelming or you're not sure how it works or if you're just going balls to the wall with absolutely everything. It's going to be so difficult to create that consistency. Now I know everyone wants to start with a bang and you want to accomplish everything within the first day. You want to smash those workouts. You want to cut out all carbohydrates. You want to cut out all everything. 
but that's going to be very difficult to create consistency through doing that. So again, you want to look at making small little changes. Now, I know the small changes aren't as glamorous as the big changes, but I can tell you one thing now, that is short term, right? So they're not as glamorous in the short term, but in long term, at the end of the day, those small changes are going to be the things that bring you those glamorous results. So again, your consistency is so important, but consistency can be difficult to create if you're trying to tackle everything at once. So it's so important to focus on the things that matter, put your efforts and your energy into the things that matter, create small goals around those things, and then create consistency through doing them on a regular basis. And you can only do them on a regular or a daily basis if they are small little non-negotiables that you set up for yourself. Okay, so again, those five things that you would focus on is your calories in, you would focus on the food quality of those calories, then you would focus on your protein, then you would focus on moving a little bit more, and then creating consistency through all of those. Again, if you feel like you have learned anything in this episode of this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you do drop me a review or a rating. If at any point you do want to share these onto your stories on Instagram and tag me, I'll happily reshare them so that we can spread the word of this podcast so that we can help more people in their very own fat loss expeditions. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who struggled the same struggles as you, Mandy.